Aye, so how's everyone? Qu- uh, how's everyone's <laughs> quarantine been? <laughs> Tell us about your quarantine. Do we need, are you going to go around the room and do we need to call? I don't talk unless I tell you to talk. And now you're I, when, <laughs> when we get to the when we get to the main portion of it, this is the this is the nice we you know open discussion. But right, three, two, one, everybody just tell us we're going to each other up until that point. <laughs> uh, I am. I'm good. <laughs> you're good. I'm, I'm playing a, a stupid amount of games. Oh, at the moment. so many games. Thing. Mate, so listen, my, I'm, I'm addicted to releasing used games and I'm like hammering through them. I played, I mean, I've got about 26 hours in a farming simulator 19 already. Mate, I actually <laughs> seen you playing that and I thought, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> like, how, how could your life have got to that point where you're playing a farm simulator? <laughs> mate, is that I'm, just so you can embrace the outdoors? <laughs> it's so that when I eventually see my bird after all this, I can embrace uh, it. He's trying to impress Kerry. <laughs> Do you know how you get the most carrots? Oh, oh, she's a farmer, isn't she? I forgot about that. Oh, Kerry, see that tractor over That's a C-size system. <laughs> 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 well, and that was the potatoes out the corn and makes soup. Here, has, so, anyone ever, has anyone ever played Goat, goat Simulator? Yes. Uh-huh. One night, me and Christian that were all in ages and we all chipped in a pound for it. <laughs> 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 and we got Goat Simulator and took turns. Played it, it, played was, it for 15 minutes. I thought I was the sad one on this podcast. Uh, Nicky's been playing that. Oh, a Red Dead as well, haven't you? Oh, oh fuck's sake. Obviously, my Red Dead. What I'm playing, a what my routine is, is I'd play Red Dead before dinner, then have my dinner, then sit about for a bit, then I play Warzone at night. That's interesting. How come you don't play Warzone with us, Nicky? Because you, there's always too many people, and then there's the bags in spots and that, and I don't want the. I don't want to get Mate, we don't, we don't need two bags of spots. And you just all come on at the one time. And Nicky, Nicky stays away from politics. Nicky the doesn't the like the politics. Never works out when I try to play it with Johnny, you can't hear each other, and then it's just a, it's just a big mix up. But I'll be getting PSN soon, and then I'll, well, I'll be on that one. Uh, anyway. You need to get Red Dead with me, get on Red Dead online. Uh, we'll be. Right, yeah, the be open forum fun. is over. Freedom is done. <laughs> 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 it's time for the news. I'm saying. <laughs> so aye, this Imagine is one of our... <laughs> Shut up, Brahman! <laughs> I see them walking all the time, like all the time. Now, uh, this one of our lockdown shows, we're just doing like three mini shows to keep you tidied by until we can get back to normality when this is done. We're going to look at the movie news that's happening so far. And who would have thought that the biggest news in lockdown would have been Trolls World Tour, which is a movie that has the potential to change the movie industry forever. If you're confused, let me explain. So... Universal decided when the lockdown hit to put Trolls World Tour on video on demand services like Sky, uh, Sky Store and stuff like that. Um, because of the success of this, it's earned them $100 million worldwide uh, through putting Trolls World Tour uh, video on demand. The head of Universal came out and said, yeah, this might be a model that we continue in the future, putting it in both cinemas and video on demand. Um, this was something that the cinemas are not too happy about. In fact, the head of AMC, which is the biggest cinema chain in America, has now came out and said, we will not show any Universal Picture movie in our cinemas again unless they take this back. Well, Which includes the Fast and the Furious movies, 
the Jurassic World movies, among many other films. See, to be honest, I hate both of them. Any so good ones? I would <laughs> not be asked in the slightest. And so, trolls, trolls, I could not give a fuck about trolls either. Any, <laughs> so AMC, if you're listening, get real. It's not going as far as this. Any world have not gone as far as this. Any world have said that any movie that they try and do this with, so any movie they try and um, put in cinema and then don't honour uh, the traditional industry window and put on video on demand, they will not show those films in City World. Uh, so they own Regal Theatres in America, and obviously uh, City World is the biggest chain of cinemas in the UK. Jack, you've, you've reacted very strongly uh, to the first part of this this news story, so <laughs> what is it? What, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I, I think it's a bit petty to be like, oh no, I'm not going to show any of the films. I think City World have got it better. Like, yeah, if you're not going to allow the industry, the window to, to show these, then then I just don't, you know, don't show other films, I don't show uh, some of the other films, but I wouldn't, like, completely sanction them. Um, yeah. Because that's a bit stupid. There's seriously high-grossing films there that you would make a lot of money off of, so... Um, I also, as I said, don't really like a lot of the <laughs> Universal stuff anyway, so it doesn't really bother me too much. But if I was... And head, if I was the head of one of these um, cinema chains or cinema companies, then then I, I wouldn't just be so petty and be like, no, we're not doing that. I would I would try and strike a deal with them probably, and be like, in these tough times when obviously you know video on demand is in demand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks. Funnier than it should have been, but I. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's aye, it's a practicality because of the times that we're currently experiencing. But uh, I think it would be petty to just be like pull the plug on it all and be like, no, we're not doing that. That's like that's like typical American big company fucking mentality. Like let's just pull the plug on everything because we're not getting what we want. So. Um, Aye, that's my feelings. And what the fuck is Trolls? I've never even <laughs> heard of Trolls. <laughs> to trolls How successful then. was Trolls 1? <laughs> it was a moderate that... success, you know. It was a family movie came out, animated, so they always make decent amounts of money. You know what I mean? So it was a moderate success. But, Nikki, do you agree with Jack? Is this just a big bargaining chip for AMC because they're shiting themselves, essentially? Uh, yeah, I don't think that they would actually follow through with that, not showing any of the movies in it. And then maybe if they did, then they would just put it on demand anyway and they'd still make money from it. Hmm. So I don't really think you need cinemas anymore. Don't get me wrong, I love going to the cinema. But I don't <gasps> think they've got as much power as they did. Spielberg would be raging with you. <laughs> I know. I love going to the cinema, but I don't think a lot of people do. I think people like sitting in the house and watching stuff and you've got Netflix now. I think so. it is now the era like, there's, I think there's two types of people there are people who really don't like going to the cinema uh, and then there's people who will go to the cinema but obviously have the freedom to watch things on Netflix like everyone else uh, and it's just it's just becomes a, <laughs> it becomes a question of whether you can really be asked going to the cinema or no um, but as I'm saying like in in quarantine times, like we're now relying on everything, like Disney Plus and, and Netflix, and Amazon, great. Amazon Prime, and everybody is fucking like loving it because one, you can't you can't go to the cinema, obviously, but um, just the the range of 
like movies, TV, and all that that you've got now because of I think just with Disney Plus being added on, it's just added a whole fucking. Well, that's the thing, Luke. We'll come to you on that then for a definitive answer to this question. Mm-hmm. Does Trolls World Tour mark the spot in movie history where we realise the cinemas <laughs> don't actually have as much power as maybe they once did? Is this the end of the cinema era in movie making? Well, I just want to go back and agree with Jack because Jack said that, I mean, throwing the dummy at the framework was a bit of a, bit of a shite move, a gimp move because nobody can get out of the house anyway so I don't know what they're kicking and fussing about. Aye, like, yeah. I, wasn't even, I think it was the fact that they said they're going to do this in the future. In the future, aye, yeah. after lockdown. They know for a fact it's an experience as well so they'll, they'll, I reckon it'll be some films will go to cinema, some won't, I think. But Trolls, if you want to just stay on Trolls, which I'm <laughs> you do, um, I don't think that'll be the movie that marks history. I think it'll just be that, like, oh, that was the movie that kickstarted it, but I don't know MD who's bought Trolls. <laughs> so um, if it was a film that was, like, I don't know, a Fast and Furious film, I'm pretty sure folk would actually went out their way to buy it. But with Trolls World Tour, I don't think MD's actual rushing out their way to go, nah, we need to see this. <laughs> like, we can't wait for Netflix to release this. We need to see this now. I we think Trolls World Tour just a question. Truffles, what, what, um, like, like what platforms do they put them on? Yeah, so it's video know, on demand, so it's stuff like Sky Store, so it's not your Netflix, it's not streaming, which uh, is one thing. Um, uh, it's like you have to pay to buy it, sort of thing. Mm, like um, uh, Not a DVD release, but like a virtual DVD release, essentially, yeah, yeah, of the film. Yeah. So yeah. it would just be... Well, I can't think of any others than Sky, Sky Store, <coughs> to be honest. Like Amazon Prime, but mm-hmm. you need to actually buy it. Not, not on Prime, if that makes sense. Exactly, yeah. So that's essentially what we're talking about here. The other thing yeah. that's came out is... Um, Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake are not too happy trolls indeed. Uh, they are the stars of this movie um, and their agents are basically kicking off a fuss because actors in these animated films do get a slice of the box office and there's dispute as to whether their contracts stay them to get a slice of the video on demand sure they're profits. Really struggling, they? Multi-millionaires whinging about another extra million in the bank. Shut up. Well, that's Honestly. the thing, though, like, with these contracts and stuff, I think it plays into the fact that... I actually agree with what you're saying, but I do think that Universal Studios should have given heads up to the cinema, should have gave heads up to the actors instead of just being like, aye, let's do this, and then coming out and saying, I will do this again in the future, when everyone's like, uh, we're getting I think it was kind of like a, a knee-jerk reaction for Universal. Like, mm. the Trolls was coming up for release, and... We we, we seen it advertising the films we've seen at the start of the year and I think they were building up for just this kind of summer like kind of family film so they were, yeah. obviously had their projected number they were going to make off it and they panicked and went like stuff that like nobody's going to see it so we, we need to get folk to see it somehow so they just done it without really I think it was a bit rash decision but I think what AMC and all that have done is a bit mental like throwing a huff about it all and I get that obviously they need to make money so they're kind of pushing back to them for them to push back but I mm. think it is a bit like it is a bit shite because, like, Fast and Furious, nobody in the cinema is just going to ruin... Even though the Fast and Furious franchise isn't exactly perfect, but, like, um, I think... I don't think many folk will actually go out and buy Fast and Furious. I think they go to the cinema. It's, a, it's like a... It's a night out. Like, go see a shite film. Go see The Rock hold a helicopter by a chain. <laughs> a big, don't, don't it's get, wonderful. It's so good. <laughs> you don't pay for that in your own house because you don't get the, the same, like... Like if you watch The Rock do that and you're in who's like, oh, that's, that's mental. But if you're watching the cinema, you're like, oh, it's fucking mental. Oh, it's a fucking time to be alive. Um, Nicky, I'll come to you for one last question on this topic. 
Um, do you think that Trolls is just an anomaly? Like, because they're saying we'll try this again in the future, but do you think the success of Trolls, the reason they've got so much money, is just because everyone's staying at home right now and they need to give their kids uh, something to do? Just sitting in, well, you just answered your own question there. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, probably. I'd, I'd have no idea. Probably, if I was to guess, yes. I think that's probably what's happened. Just a bit of estimating going on. <laughs> I'll ask him for some advice. Uh, <laughs> aye, aye, probably. He's just aye. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Nicky, we're sticking with you to start off this story because the I world of... I'm sorry, Steve. <laughs> the world of Star Wars has seen some recent developments. Uh, the, the hot director right now, Taika Waititi, director of Jojo Rabbit, Thor Ragnarok, uh, what we do in the and shadows. And the yeah, among other things, that he's been a cat. He's been given the job to direct a future Star Wars film that we don't know anything about. But just tell me, Nicky, your immediate reaction to Taika Waititi getting this job? Aye, brilliant, brilliant. I was delighted to when you put that in. I was absolutely delighted. Again, I, I thought when I first looked at it, I didn't look at it for that long, so I thought it was just like a rumor. Then I seen it was an actual Star Wars account that posted it. So aye, brilliant. I think he's an absolute genius, and obviously, he's like the, the, the man to get them out. Yeah, I just hope he can do something better than the last two films. Well, he's the man to get right now, but also the woman to get right now, Luke, because you were a big fan of 1917 when you saw it. And not only has Taika been hired, but his co-writer on the film is uh, Christy Wilson-Cairns, who was the co-writer of 1917 and got an Oscar nomination for that. So does that add to the excitement in any way, do you think? Aye, obviously. The, Oscar, the more Oscars, the better. And so is Taika. He's got an Oscar. So, like, you get two Oscar winners on on board for a next Star Wars film. I'm just more curious as to what Star Wars film this is. Is it original content? Is it it's not gonna be a sequel. I highly I highly, highly doubt it's a sequel. But I think it's gonna be a big property nonetheless. I think it's gonna be something big that they want to make good. So that's why they've got the two on board. So I'm all for it until they tell me what it is and then it's probably going to be some absolute shite like Ahsoka the solo film and I'll be raging about it I'll be like boring excuse me (laughs) 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 did I just roll that back sonny boy if you ever saw Ahsoka on that show again there's going to be some major fucking problems coming your way oh come on man Ahsoka oh my god I love Ahsoka Mate, she's alright. She's alright. <laughs> amazing. Uh, Jack, I'll come to you because you've just went through a big MCU watch. Like you've caught up in the entire MCU, which is marvelous stuff. But obviously, ah, marvelous. Ah, ah, <laughs> but um, the other big budget movie, obviously, Taika Waititi's made is Thor Ragnarok. So when you look at that film, do you get a flavour of what it could potentially bring to Star Wars? Then, do you think? Absolutely, Tuffles. I do. <laughs> <laughs> You've just answered your own, your own question again. Uh, I I'm looking forward to. It. I, I'm I'm not that familiar with the rest of stuff. Not seen what we do in the shadows. I've not seen. It's not all. Did you say done the Mandalorian or no? No, they're lying. My line. Did one episode of the Mandalorian. No, I think he's a man man for right now. He's um, in high demand and he's got a really, really interesting, unique style of directing. That's what sets directors up. You know. Watch a movie and go. Oh, that's a, that's so crazy. That's a a whitey tea. Um, so I think that's the, that's the main thing that will a whitey tea. That's the main thing that will stand them in good stead. Just going forward now as well, and um, he's made a real breakthrough. So it's it's he'll probably have offers like lining up to him now for I like, can do this film for me. Can do this film for me. So mm. um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it because as I said, he's got a really 
cool style. I really like Thor Ragnarok. It was that kind of mix. I think it was one of the ones from the MCU that, that um, followed a kind of similar style to Guardians of the Galaxy, but it had a bit more of a vibrant feel to it, more of a colourful, kind of playful um, like theme to it. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to everything he's got uh, in his future. Ah, and his repertoire. Well, we're going to go down. Quick prediction from each of What do you think the movie's going to be? Nicky, start with you. No idea, mate. <laughs> I mean, I was not anticipating that. <laughs> uh, you need to give people time to think. I think I just... Nicky, it's not that big a question. You Nicky, pull it out your arse and do it's it now. Right, we need to move on. Some intergalactic battles, I, I presume. <laughs> <laughs> There'll probably be some characters. I think it'll probably be a spin off. There you go. <laughs> Look, any more specifics from you? Uh, I think, in terms of all the big properties are getting looked at, so I would have probably originally said Kenobi, but that's kind of series, so I think no, I don't think they'll ever do anything. I don't think they'll make a film on anyone specifically at any point, so I think they're going to go back and they're going to do the Old Republic from like the Old Republic. Oh, game. that's what I was going to say. I, I hope that. Um, because that was like that's like a thousand years before uh, like Phantom Menace kind of era so it talks about how it was just one big war and the games covered it so I think that's the only thing they've not really covered in <clears throat> a, like in a story wise in terms of TV or film so I think that's probably where they're going to go or they'll go the other way and they'll go right into the future like way past episode down way past all that so it's either one or the other I think Higgins do you agree? I would be more likely to sway to the Old Republic. I think, as you said, it's not been covered. Um, and it, they could do a similar thing with Rogue, like they did with Rogue One and keep it quite mm. open. Uh, like no, no, the character development or the character very deep. Um, and that they're just going to sort of skim over like the times and, as you said, kind of make emphasis on this huge war um, and the struggle for power. I think that would be... Well, I would, I would certainly watch that. Um, if not, I wouldn't. I don't. I can't see it being in the future. To be honest, I know the whole thing is in the future, but I can't see it being further. Oh, the, the whole thing is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So it's, it's actually all in the past. Do you think? Right. Um, but I think <laughs> I, I can't see them. I think with episode nine, they want to stop that. I can't see them know as well. No, no episode nine. I episode nine. Um, I also see them in like ten years' time doing an episode ten. Um, but there's just a glimpse of me that thinks maybe they'll know and I'll just kind of skip up like a good few decades or like hundreds of years and do like in the middle of another war like you said like either or it'll be in a self-contained wee bit and then mm. it'll just uh, and then obviously future films will gloss uh, over it but the Old Republic I think is a safer option because um, you're not setting MD up everyone in that film will be long gone by the time New Hope comes around yeah so aye, exactly so you're not introducing characters that you're going to see again or anything Aye, yeah. and you don't, you don't need to build a franchise off it of like, like Rogue One, but I think we take it with the eight and the other one. <laughs> Can I Christy Wilson Cairns. Uh, I think uh, I think with those two on board, I think they'll be told, listen, we need to make another kind of somewhat of a franchise. Uh, can you help us out with a couple of films and they'll go sound. They'll do an Old Republic <sighs> trilogy and then that'll be it. I don't know. Like, did you say he was in Glasgow? I used to be Glasgow, mate, yeah. No, take it with <laughs> no take with Yes, that's where we live. Yes. Um I disagree 
but this I is think for Glasgow. It, no, <laughs> for Glasgow. I'm not disputing that fact. Born in Dills. I think. Um, I think Ryan Johnson is doing the Old Republic trilogy. That's what I think because he's signed on for a trilogy, um, and this is only one movie that we've heard so far. And I just don't think I think they want to make Old Republic like Lords of the Rings s like serious, which isn't Taika Waititi's jam. So I'm not saying he's wrong. I'll just hedge my bets on that. For me, uh, for yeah. me, it's more um, probable that they'll go with a comical character, and that's why I'm leaning towards. I'm going to take a wee bet, a wee outside bet here. I think we're getting Young Yoda, like sort that of Yoda, cost. Yoda in his prime Taika Waititi film uh, would be pretty funny, pretty good. I, I kind of hope for it now, you know, I'm not sure it's going to happen, but we can uh, only see. Um, the other bit of news, I'll just put this out to you as a wee mini bit, uh, Tamura Morrison, who played Jango Fett um, in Attack of the Clones, is returning to Star Wars. He will be playing Boba Fett in season two of The Mandalorian, which means that Boba Fett did not die in episode 6, is very much alive, and will be Aye. back in season 2 of The Mandalorian. What do we think of this? Pissed off, mate. Pissed right off. Nobody dies in Star Wars anymore. Literally nobody. Like, see if someone, you think someone's dead in Star Wars, it means absolutely nothing anymore. Like, they can just come back at any point. And I, I just don't get where they're going to go for that. Because now nothing has any consequences. See in the last film, if anyone's not seen it, then apologies. But at one point, Chewbacca gets, like, well, the, the thing explodes that he's on. Not one bit of me thought he was dead. I was like, there's, there's no chance he's dead. He's obviously fine. And he was. So it's just, there's no consequence to anything that happens anymore. That's a, that's a problem with it. What I actually thought, I don't want him to play Boba Fett. I didn't want him to play Boba Fett. I'm still excited because I'm a character. Star Wars fan. But I thought he'd be Captain Rex, which would fit in because Rex obviously served in the Clone Wars. The rumours that Rosario Dawson will be playing um, Ahsoka Tano in Season 2 of The Mandalorian. Her and Rex have a lot of history. Obviously, Rex is a clone, so I thought they'd go that way. Um, Bullock, are you more excited about Boba Fett than Nicky is? Um, I'm not excited at all. <laughs> it's, like Sorry, a, it's a pure... Um, it's, it's been a thing since Boba Fett died because everyone pure loved him in Empire and then he fucking get put into the pit and it was quite shite how he died and everyone's been like always thought of ways and there's been comics and books of how he survived and stuff and how he's just badass bounty hunter but he just fell into a pit because was it Luke kind of managed to hit him a wee bit and then he just fell off or it, was jet his, it was his jetpack guy he basically uh, hit his jetpack so, so uh, it's expected and folk have been since the Mandalorian everyone even when the Mandalorian was getting made people like oh is that Boba Fett like that's the first thing people think of when they think of Mandalorians um, so I'm no surprise but at the same time I'm kind of the same boat as Nicky I'm like no matter what happens in these uh, TV series or films anymore there's like any chance he could come back and even look at again spoilers for episode 9 um, for some reason uh, if like when Han Solo dies in episode 7 and then even though he's completely dead, he's still there in episode nine. I'm like, so even at that, there's still chances of like memories or cameos or ghosts or anything for them to just come back and say a few words. And hmm. it's just fan service. And um, so if Boba Fett comes back, I hope it doesn't. One thing I do hope is that when he comes back, he doesn't outshine the actual Mandalorian himself because I think he's actually better than Boba Fett. I think he's cooler yeah, and much better. He does a better job. More uh, famous actor as well, um, so Pedro I, Pascal behind that mask. I think yeah. uh, I do. I hope he comes in and, and it's like 
he just kind of gets on with it. It's just he's there and he's gone. But I'd hope it's not like fucking Daredevil season two when it's him against Punisher and it's like the full season. That did my nothing. So I get a feeling that that may, that may be what they're angling for. It's two Mandalorians against each other. I don't. I can't see them working together. Mm. Higgins, uh, you're our TV expert uh, on such matters. Uh, Tamara Morrison coming back. Uh, does this make you more or less excited about the Mandalorian season two uh, overall? I think it makes me less excited um, some, for the same reasons. Like, I, I think Mandalorian's a bit cooler. Um, and I, I I don't really have a strong opinion about him coming back or him not being... Like, him meant to be dead but no dead. I, I think it just needs justification. I'm a pure stickler for, for like realism and, and, and things needing to be... Explained. Like... Explained, I like you can't just bring him back and be like, Oh, that's him back, or he didn't die in that big fucking massive fire or something like that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, something that's clear. My god, it's Kane. <laughs> like, clearly, hero films is obviously going to be anomalies in, in Star Wars films, but like, if you're going to kill a character briefly, you need to explain why he's back and give him, give him the justification. Like, Right, so I, that's what I need from it. I need I need a strong justification for why or how he lived, and then um, yeah, I mean I'm not I'm not not excited for it because um, you know they're the experts, they're the they're the filmmakers, so I'm expecting them to do a good job. But Aye. Um, yeah, I would just I, I just don't think it's really that necessary. And uh, as you said as well, I think it would have been better for him to just play a different character, like somebody who like Rex who who has a big role in it uh, and has loads of character um, like relationships and stuff that you could certainly play off so mm-hmm. um, I would have loved Rex uh, to come back um, but in Favreau I trust and Filoni I trust and Taika Waititi I trust you know season one was great so uh, see what happens but someone who uh, else who isn't coming back to a series um, is Captain Jack Sparrow this is no longer a tale of Captain Jack Sparrow, a pirate so brave in the seven seas. Um, look, you brought this to my attention the other day, so I'll come to you for this story. Apparently, the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie could see another Scot, Karen Gillan, uh, taking the lead in that You're film. What do you make of that information? <laughs> uh, I think I think it's. I mean, it's okay. I was I actually said this to our pals and work earlier in the week as I seen the news, and I was like, "Oh, what do you think of that?" And they're like, "Oh, who's Karen Gillan?" Explained that, and then I said, "And they're like, I all right, do what you want." And I said, "Can you tell me what happens in a Pirates of the Caribbean two, three, four, and five? And they're like, "Was there a five? And I'm like, "Exactly. You don't get. You don't care. So I don't know why they're doing this. And Karen Gillan's not going to make a difference. I don't think so anyway. Um, yeah, I care. I care all about." <laughs> I'm Pirates of the Caribbean daft I'm a pirate uh, actually, actually, He is actually Pirates of the Caribbean daft I was going to come in later in this story But he's clearly getting uh, very excited over there I've watched I remember one day I sat and watched The first four Back to back And all I can remember was the first one The first one's the best one out of all of them And then the rest are just absolutely The first absolute. one's class The, oh, the second one's, one's the best for me Right, What's well, the second one called? De- Dead Man's Chest but I think Karen Jones in that. If Karen Gillan goes on it as a Scottish pirate, then you've sold me. But she goes in as an American, as a Jack Sparrow esque cat lady pirate. Then I'm I'm not all that fast. Nah, I would not be. I would not be a fan of that if they try to just make her a Jack Sparrow copy, mm-hmm. but have her ginger and Scottish and female. Um, that would be a shambles. 
<laughs> shambles. shambles. In fact, I'm not even uh, my, my long, my long close personal friend, Karen Gillen. We <laughs> worked together. We worked together on several short films. Um, several. Well, actually, it's the same several short films. Just, just, just given several, several names. <laughs> there were several pro- provisional names, so we're going to call them all different. You know, they're all, they're all different uh, teachers. Anyway, anyway, we're, we're good close personal <laughs> friends, but I don't really think this is a role that she should have went for. Um, and if I, and and I actually forget a lot of the time. I've just obviously just watched the MCU. I will forget a lot of the time that she plays Nebula, and Nebula is the worst fucking cunt ever. No, you shouldn't have said that. What you said that for? She's no, she's class. I hate her, man. She has a, a lovely arc throughout the whole of the universe. Uh, I'm just, I'm just like that. Gonna look, gonna look. I was like, I was like, Luke says Nebula has a lovely arc. Lovely arc. What is this? This is a lovely arc. I can see true. Nebula's no great for our arcs. <laughs> uh, I think Nebula's class. I don't understand why you're here. Because you're meant to kind of hate a wee bit, aren't you? But then, like, even though you're meant to kind of come round here, I still think, oh, can we just fucking crack a smile then? <laughs> <laughs> a wee smile. Moving on from Nebula, Nikki, I'll come to you. Obviously, Karen Gillan's made a name for herself playing Nebula in Guardians of the Galaxy. Amy Pond back in Doctor Who. Uh, in the Jumanji movies alongside The Rock, uh, Chris Hart and uh, Jack Black. Kevin uh, Hart. Kevin Hart. Hart. Aye, Chris Rock, Kevin Hart. Um, <laughs> don't, don't you think it's time that maybe this is the role she should go for, like for a proper lead where she's front and centre? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> I don't... I don't see the point in another Paris and film. Do they do well? They do well. They do less well than the one before. So like I'm going to be honest, I don't have a clue about any of this. Is she playing a completely new character in Pirates of the Caribbean? No, it's meant to be rumoured to be to be a completely new character she'll be playing. Because she's going to be like the main the main person. The, the, main, the main guy. Right, I thought that it was going to feature... Will Turner uh, and have a whole story to do with him and David Jones coming back obviously because he stabbed the heart and is now the captain of the Flying Dutchman right there is a post credit where David Jones can be seen entering Will Turner's room uh, after he sets foot in land that one time so he lies in his bed with Keira Knightley um, and David Jones like seems to like some sort of shadow of him or something and he's mad big tentacly chin Aye. Um and I think that would be an interesting story to have him come back, you know, through whatever means. Um, again, you would need strong justification. But, um, yeah, that, I think that would be an interesting story. And I, want, I always like thought, well, why not just make... Well, if you're going to not have Jack Sparrow in it anymore uh, and Johnny Depp, then have Orlando Bloom be the, the main centre character and have, you know, Will Turner have another sort of side to the story or another mm-hmm. adventure to... to to go on, so aye, and that was Dead Men Tell No Tales, who was the last one they set that up with. So you could think because obviously we got Will Turner's son in that last movie as well. So maybe it is the case that Karen Gillan is teaming up with him uh, to go and save Will Turner or something like that. Like there are yeah. possibilities you could continue that story there, um, but I don't understand. 
I kind of do understand like they want something fresh, but Jack Sparrow is still an iconic character, and despite the fact the movies have got diminishing returns, like surely it would be better for him being in it. But oh well. Um, are you all ready What's for that? What happened to Kira Knightley? What's what her character? She's just uh, a mother. No, no she's just a mother. Creative. <laughs> <laughs> As with all great female characters, eventually, <laughs> they just make them mothers. Aye, because you're known to write some good female characters. Moving on! <laughs> <laughs> Higgins, Space oh. Jam, A New Legacy, is coming out in 2021. That's the full title. It's starring LeBron James. Tell me what you think. I've not seen the first Space Jam. I'm not really too fussed about a second one. Uh, LeBron James is pretty cool, I suppose. And if you were going to make a sports film, uh, I would rather you made a football one. That's all I have to say about that. That's all you have to say about Space Jam. <laughs> Nicky, do you share uh, Higgins' thoughts about the new Space Jam remake with LeBron James? How tough was as you found out the other day? I love Looney Tunes. Wait to hear this guy say, I won't tell you why we were on the topic of Bugs Bunny as I get all right, because it's embarrassing. But I said something about Bugs Bunny as a girl, right? And Truffle said, I Lola Bunny. A completely different character. Bugs Bunny dressed up as a girl to confuse Elmer Fudd. I was honestly furious. Tried to fucking pull me up in the group chat. Anyway, I love, <laughs> love Space love space Jam. I'll obviously watch the second one, but I mean, I can't imagine LeBron James being very good at acting, but... Neither is Michael Jordan. <laughs> Neither is Michael Jordan. And Luke, you can attest to that. You rewatched the first Space Jam uh, rather recently, I believe. So mm-hmm. did that make you more or less excited about the new one coming out uh, next that, year? That made me more excited because I've been recently watching The Last Dance on Netflix as it's coming out. And it's about the Chicago Bulls season, 1987-98, with Michael Jordan's last season. And it's been absolutely class. So Space Jam was out on Netflix and I gave it a watch. And I think I, I forgot a lot, of, a lot of it. And I was like, Michael Jordan. I don't remember him doing much in that film. And I was absolutely right. He doesn't do much. It has some very weird, um, like you get sucked in a golf hole, and then Bugs Bunny asks him to play basketball, and then it's people trying to find him. And what do you call him, Big Fat? His pal, he's a fat pal. I can't remember his name. The guy for Jurassic Park and stuff. Uh, the very one. He finds him, and he goes, you need, "You've got a baseball game." He's like, "No, I need to help my friends." And I was like. They're not your pals. They sucked you down here against your will. And then, uh, why is he playing baseball now? He done they that done that in real life. Nah, that happened in real life. They quit basketball to try baseball. Are they fuck sake? He's an all round athletic man. It's like, but like he was good at baseball. But like he's, I'm just not. I'm going on a tangent. But anyway, Space Jam is a good film. I think. I think it's good in terms of, like it's simple. It's the Looney Tunes need to win a basketball game. So what do they do? They go get the best basketball player in the world. But it makes sense as well because they, uh, the wee evil monsters, the wee evil aliens in it, they go after the best basketball players at the time and that's how they get their powers. But since Michael Jordan is playing baseball, they don't get him. And I was like, that's very clever how they've worked that out. And I think Ooh. and I think that film was ahead of its time because there's Bill Murray in it doing weird cameos and it's like, it was before cameos were a thing. As, well, Camille's were I think at this point, but I think it took it to the next level where it was breaking fourth wall and it was very meta a lot of it because it was aware that it was Looney Tunes in real life. Nice. Um, and I think the second one, either going to make an arse of it or it's going to be a class. I sent a screenshot months ago to use supposed leaks of said Space Jam 2 and since it's Warner Brothers, 
it's not just Looney Tunes and the NBA they're getting involved, they're getting all the Warner Brothers properties involved. So you're talking Suicide Squad, you're talking The Mask, Harry you're Potter. talking Pennywise the Clown. Uh, all could get Harry Potter in. And get, they could get Harry Potter, that's <clears throat> eventual. Uh, supposedly the screenshot I seen, it was quite like it was quite shite, the quality, but it looked like the mask was gonna be the referee of Space Jam 2's game. Like uh, and Jim Carrey was reprising his role as the mask. Oh, I quite like that. Uh, um, Jim Carrey's amazing. <laughs> Jared Letters Joko Jared Letters Joko Jared Letters <laughs> um, is in the film, but it's not not played by Jared Leto, and they were going to poke Good. fun at the fact that that it was that it wasn't Jared Leto. Um, I think it's going to be class, but I don't know. Again, Michael Jordan didn't do much in the first one, but I, I enjoyed them nonetheless. So I don't know if they're going to make nice. LeBron any better. Right. So we're going to come to our last story of today. Um, and I've often dreamed of a far-off place where a hero's welcome will be waiting for me, and apparently so have the Russo brothers, because Joe and Anthony Russo, the directors of uh, Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, are remaking Hercules for Disney. Who puts the glad gladiator? Hercules, wonderful stuff. I can't wait for it. Um, I'm just going to put this out to the panel. Who's passionate about Hercules? Who's looking forward to it by the Russos? Love it. Um, uh, I love it. It's one of my favourite Disney movies. I think it. I think it's for me. 100%. I could put it on right now and thoroughly enjoy it as much as I did when I was away. I've not, uh, no, I've not seen it very much. Maybe I've seen oh, it once. Great. great. If that, uh, I didn't remember what happened to it. I think with the Russo brothers directing, I'd say, I was like, I don't know, I've got on Facebook. It's in the year below me, and she's absolutely livid by this news, by the way. She's like the biggest Hercules fan on the planet, I think. And she every time it comes up on our newsfeed, like Lad Bible or Uni Lad or some shite, like, like puts a story up of it. She keep, I keep she keeps sharing it and going, please, please, please do not do this. This is going to ruin it. And I was like, I mean, I mean, it's not that big. Like the first one's still going to be there. It's not going to get exactly. Ruined. Yeah, it's not going to change the first one at all. But she seems very passionate about it. And I started to think like that a lot of people will be like that because not just with Hercules, but any Disney franchise, they'll be like, oh, please. They've probably done that with Maleficent. They've done. They probably done that with uh, the Wizard of Oz and stuff like I that. I don't know. Maybe the Lion King. The lot, but there's a few films I'd kick off about people trying to remake it. Happy Gilmore. I think there's different between like a remake of like the same film. With different actors, and then like remaking it animated to make it like, live action. Live action. I think that's completely different, I and that's now that's now becoming Disney's kind of staple to to remake live action versions of the previously very well received animated uh, films. So, like, I don't really see the problem in it, and, and yeah, I think that's a stupid point. As you said, that that lassie look. Mm. Um, if She's she's getting kicking opinion. up thinking it's yeah she's gonna I too right she will um I think <laughs> I think uh, I she fucking should just shut up she, she the three <laughs> thing the three things she shared I'm just remembering them now so the first one was the actual announcement the second one was they were looking for casting Zac Efron as Hercules and the third like. one and the third one was bringing back Danny DeVito as um what you call him Pete but Phil. <laughs> I'm thinking Sticky Pete for Toy Story 2. <laughs> you got Toy Story 2 in the brain. Uh, uh, I was thinking, so I, I don't think it will ruin it at all, but the, when you think of the, the Hercules, the Disney Hercules film, I just think of the songs, and I don't think anything will ruin them. I don't think any, if they try and remake Zero to Hero with that fantastic montage, then I'll have a fucking problem, yeah. but I doubt they'll even attempt that. 
here the uh, Ariana Grande recently did a version of I wouldn't say I'm in love for like yeah. a big Disney singer and it was actual class <laughs> I was like you, you've instantly become my favourite singer because no one else would have thought of singing such an obscure song she annoys song. me because I, she can't put in that ponytail it does my nothing <laughs> surely it's that attached to rip her heat off like every day constant fucking pulling her hair back <laughs> to end the show we're just going to do a wee bit of fan casting so I'm going to come around to you quickly first name that comes to your head for each part uh, so Hercules Nicky uh, The Rock <laughs> probably he's already done it <laughs> uh, I would say KJ Apa Apa what'd you call him Riverdale KJ Apa aye like yeah. Jack like, I don't know. Actually, I wouldn't mind it being a bit of a nobody, uh, to be honest. I'm going to go with a popular show. I'll go with Zac Efron. No, I fucking, I really don't want it to be Zac Efron. I'm just, yeah, I, would, I want something fucking better than that. Like, <laughs> just a bit newer, a bit more inventive. Like that's just the absolute fan cast. KJ, KJ, big and hunky, you know. <laughs> Why don't we just make him tiny and skinny? <laughs> <laughs> Tiny and skinny. It has to be at the start, I suppose, before they. Uh, they'll do a. They'll do a Steve Rogers. They'll do a Chris yes. Evans, and they'll just uh, make a CGI a really skinny guy on his face, and then they'll <laughs> make him huge. Right, Hades, Jack. Ooh, Hades. Dramatic. Uh... Oh, God, I need time to think about this, man. Fuck, I don't know. Somebody else there. Look. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, I think... <laughs> I'm just... The first person that comes to mind, I don't know why, is Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart. <laughs> I don't like that. What? What's it mean you haven't heard early? <laughs> I just imagine Tidy and just really hot-headed constantly would be quite funny. Oh, no, I think Kevin Hart would be good as um, Phil, actually. Now that you say that. No, uh, I, think, I think Danny DeVito has... Affected. I don't think they can do it differently or do it the better. Aye, but then. Nicky Hades. Cam, Cam from Modern Family, Eric Stone Street. I don't mind that either. I'm going to go Larry David. I think Larry David would be a great Hercules. It'd be hilarious. Hades. Hades. Hades, Hades aye. Yeah. Larry, Larry David is Hercules. Hercules. <laughs> Larry David cannot do Hercules. Maybe a fantastic Hades. <laughs> Um, and we'll go for Phil, Luke, Phil. Oh, uh, Danny DeVito. I mean, no doubt. I, I can't have MD else do it. Jack, you stick with Kevin Hart? I would like DeVito, but I think if we're going to recast everyone and there's not going to be any um, any returns, then uh, Kevin Hart would be good. Well, uh, the way I put it is, I, because they brought back um, James L. Jones for Mufasa and Lion King, I don't see why they can't do that for Hercules. No, I don't see why they don't. They couldn't, but it, it's just... Whether they do or not. Nicky, are you sticking with DeVito? Yeah, if they're going to change it, I would go with DeVito's wee partner and always sunny, Charlie Day. Mm. But if not, then Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito is a good one. Charlie Day would be good there. So you want to be a hero, kid? Well, whoop te do. See, that's you the thing, Charlie Day singing that. Like, that's so you want to be a hero, kid? What whoop te do? That's the thing. Like, I think if you've casted Zach Efron as Hercules, like I don't think he's a strong enough singer. Like I don't think he's good enough. He's High School Musical. He's in High School Musical. He had to start something new. A fucking imbecile. <laughs> I mean, that was he's a cultural swing. Not a good singer. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bang average singer. He's good with, a, with great looks. 
I don't know. <laughs> Go the distance is a hard song to sing. Uh, <laughs> get Michael Bolton back for that. Just get Michael Bolton to do it. No, Michael Bolton didn't even sing it in the. Aye, he sang like the the pop version, you know. They aye, he sang the post credit. Aye. aye, do the post credit version of it. That'll be John Legend again. They're loving John Legend in them nowadays, man. They'll fucking be John Legend for everything until he dies. Um, but what's his name coming back? Uh, Alan Menken's coming back to do the score and all that. So uh, it'll, it'll be good. It's all good, good man. Hands. I personally would argue that we need a hunchback. Quite we are fast, faster than we need a Hercules. The Hunchback is uh, being made right now because Josh Gad tweeted uh, about it, which yeah. makes me think Josh Gad is going to be Quasimodo. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so before Jack has a, a meltdown, that's it for today's special show. On all the lockdown news, uh, we will be back next time. So it's goodbye from me and from everyone else. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.